Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Thursday edition, OutKick 360 across the OutKick network. Glad you're with us alongside Chad Withrow and Paul Koharski. I'm Jonathan Hutton. Armando Salguero will join us from OutKick to preview Thursday night football, Washington and New York. A lot of college football discussion today as well. Tennessee Power Hour jam-packed with Vols and Titans news and notes. Gentlemen, Broadcasting live from the 6th and Peabody studios in downtown Nashville. How we doing? I am terrific. It's always a joy and a pleasure. One of my great joys of life is to be here with you gentlemen. Talking sports with so much to get into. It is a Thursday, which means it's the official start of the football weekend. And I, for one, am pumped and ready to bang some hats. Paul, how about you? I am also well. Uh, I don't know if I'm quite pissed off for greatness, but according to my plastic surgeon and his nurse, my uh, wound was pissed off for greatness. He came in, he looked at it, he goes, ooh, that's mad. And then the nurse came in to take out the stitches, and she goes, ooh, that's angry. So uh, <clears throat> we're back to the bandage until antibiotics kick in that hopefully uh, heal whatever's going on under there. But I think the scab's off and the stitches I know are out. So uh, Chad, hopefully Monday we'll see it unveiled. Chad and I, this is our prayer for you, Paul. That this thing is over that with. That this thing ends sooner than the doctor who prescribed you with so many different ailments for like a two-year no, span. No, he never, he never found an ailment. Well, he just kept guessing until he finally hit on something. He eventually uh, just, just went was, away. Here's hoping. That, yeah, it just went away. Exactly. It'll eventually go away. Let's even, just keep eventually him. referred you to a psychiatrist, I believe. <laughs> no, but boys, when this, when this one's gone, I'm starting some chemo cream on this one. So we'll, we'll always have some. Paul pointing to his head. We'll always have the wound. <laughs> we'll have, have some, some sort of open wound on my face or head. I cannot just, wait. I'm entering that stage. Just can't wait until every day in the YouTube chat I mention the question of, so what happened to Paul's head? head? Yeah. Not his face. We'll move from here. Did someone punch Paul? To here. Did someone give him a pop knot finally on the top of his head that that guy <laughs> promised? Paul, you look great. The daily update. Uh, I love the, you know, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> That was the most uh, Paul, unbelievable line segue. Paul, you look great. You're really working the oh, Nelly look, look with the Band-Aid on the oh, face, man. so just keep it up. I have to look more into what Nelly did with that see if I can't do better. This one was provided by the nurse. Lovely woman. I'm not going to go against what she wants. Jacob Swanson making the show happen. David Reed, the chairman of the board, and a standing ovation and a salute. If we could stand, if we're not tied in, we would. To Dylan Taylor. Dylan. Production assistant extraordinaire. He's manning the cameras go, for us today. Is he about to go full-time? Is he going to drop out? Dylan, I mean. He's working for free. <laughs> I, I Dylan, drop that. out for this free job. <laughs> I, I believe, Dylan, you're over 18, correct? Okay, so we're not violating any child labor laws here, which is good. Because Dylan we has... As an unpaid intern, let, let's take a moment here to really just pat ourselves on the back. Go because ahead. Go our ahead. hiring practices are, are so top-notch 
that we met with Dylan. We had one sit down over coffee with Dylan. Uh, we might, he told us that he Coke, has interest in uh, getting into production and doing things, you know, behind the camera. <laughs> and we said, boom! In front of the camera and doing work this way. He said, you know, that, that may be good. You may be able to learn as an apprentice under our producers here at the show. That'd be a good opportunity for you for a semester. Maybe one day as we'll put you back there for one time. an unpaid intern. Paul, please, let me, let me go. I'm, I'm on a roll here. As an unpaid intern that he could sit and learn as an apprentice. And instead, we bring Dylan on. And Dylan now, this, what, Dylan, show of hands, what, six, seven days probably of shows that you've done this? Dylan has been thrust into, not by his choice or our choice, <laughs> but by the choice of staffing that has gone on around our show, thrust into the director's seat, and he is directing the show right now in front of us. This is a message for all possible future interns of OutKick 360. Come work for us. If you come work for us, Hands on. you may have director of this show on your credits by the time you're done. Hell, you could be one of these seats. Because, because someone else isn't staffed to do so. And Dylan shows up and he is put in that seat. Head on uh, to hey, work. switch over to my camera. I'll show you Dylan in action. Take a look at it's that. Great. There's Dylan Taylor, production assistant extraordinaire. Uh, does it all. He's doing he a heck of a job. He's doing a heck of a job. Can hardly see him behind that hat, but that's him. Uh, Jonathan Moulton, who has been working with us also, who has been assigned somewhere else today during our two to five time slot that's also every day. Um, <laughs> right. How many days? He came we? in the first day, and I think he was the one shadowing the first day. This is no fault of yeah, his own. He, he was going to be our director or our producer. He walks in. And it starts meeting everyone. He's like, oh, is this the current producer? And I said, no, that's our unpaid intern who's doing the job. And the only reason that we have cameras working right now and not Jacob Swanson just swamp back there is because we hired an unpaid intern that can do this. Yeah. And Jonathan sat on the couch that day and watched the unpaid intern do it to learn how to do it. Got to, well, I he mean, knows to get, how to do yeah, it. Can you get the feel for how we do it? Can you sense right. slight frustration with me on this? No, okay, no, 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 no. Just no. making not, sure. Not with that I'm or, just glad or that my Dylan face. has a great attitude about Chad's it. Chad's not annoyed with that or with my face. I, I, I love Dylan. Dylan. Oh, you look great. I'll, <laughs> look, I'll, I'll kill for Dylan. <laughs> if Dylan needs wow. someone dead, I'll do it. Reed, yeah, you do live under a, a local bridge Reed, your after thoughts. your experience at Pepperdine. Uh, I have uh, thoughts of which I have many. A uh, few that I will share on just, there. Just give right us now. the one that you'll share. Uh, Paul, you look great. <laughs> <laughs> a new slogan. Well, it looks terrific. Let's get some t-shirts. Let me tell you, it looks terrific. Let's get some t-shirts with a, a band-aid. Hashtag. Paul, you look great with a drop Hashtag. of blood. Dylan, thank you. Seriously. Yeah, thank uh, you, Dylan. Jacob Swanson, thank you. You're, Dylan, we're gonna we're well. gonna take up a collection around the bar, and we'll bring in like like as if you're playing in the house band. Is it weird that I can't wait to see what Jacob Swanson wears in Gainesville? Well, what like about I, his plane wear? You're not on his flight. I'm curious I'm what he flight. wears I in the I wish I was airport. flying with Jacob. Uh, uh, he, he is one of the more interesting friends that I have in my life right now. Oh, Jacob Swanson. He's, uh, for anyone Jacob that knows also is flying out during our show tomorrow. <laughs> 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 Just to show you this out. We should make a list. We have the enemies list. We should also have a list of the fascinating things that go on in our company logistical, during our show. Logistical <laughs> issues. It's like, uh, guys, we're going to have a so very important call. Going it's going to happen at 2 p.m. Central tomorrow. Yeah, everyone join us. <laughs> the Outkick Network is busy. Let's put it that way. Especially uh, from two to five. Yes. I am very in interested to see in a humid day in Gainesville, Florida, what Jacob breaks out. Tank will, top. Will he finally? <laughs> will he finally wear the T-shirt that we advised him to wear in Knoxville? I think he shall. I, uh, I mean, he, you guys have certainly called for it. Whether he has the sense not to wear it or not, I don't know. He did the first trip. 
Hit us up on Twitter at Outkick360. That's where you can chime in on social media. You can also uh, check us out on YouTube if you're listening to the show on podcast or in tape delay. Uh, If you're listening in Florence, in Knoxville, or anywhere in between, uh, we say welcome, and we hope you'll join us on YouTube by searching out Outkick360, subscribing to that channel. You can go back and rewatch any portion of today's show. Thursday night football tonight, we have Washington and New York, the Giants uh, and the Washington football team trying to avoid the 0-2 start. Taylor Heineke will start for Washington. There are a lot of people that feel like he is going to step in and not just surprise people because at this point, the way people are talking about him, Paul, it won't be a surprise if he plays well. His entire team uh, going into week two, it's almost just like they, they thought he could start the season if he were named the starter over Fitzpatrick, well, I mean, well, the way I, they're sounding off. I don't know that he's going to go and light it up, but I, I would say this. Compare him undrafted, correct? Yes. Compare him undrafted to Daniel Jones, who was drafted, what, eighth? And what do we consider the gap between those two? It's certainly not the traditional undrafted quarterback versus eighth guy in the draft. Daniel Jones is on the hook this year. It's a decisive year for him and for the general manager who picked him. And Tyler Heineke, it arrows up. Daniel Jones, the arrow at best is even, right? It's a wait and see meter. Tyler Heineke, everybody's like, hey, Taylor Taylor, Heineke. Sorry. Everybody's like, hey, let's see him. Right? Nobody's like, hey, let's see Daniel Jones tonight. Can't wait for that one. I don't know that I'm willing to go as far as say his arrow's up as his arrow is optimistic around his team. team. Right. Well, it's all based on the way he came off the bench and played against Tampa. And Tampa's run to the Super Bowl. Well, that's what I'm saying, Chad. His context is better for him. His context is better. Made eight million dollars off that performance. He he did well in a tough spot, but I, I still didn't even see Again, doing well in a tough spot with zero expectations. Yeah, it's one game. Totally different one scenario game. than being the guy. He's he's not going to be the guy for any team for any foreseeable. Well, he could of time. be the guy though for eight weeks. Conceivably, eight six to eight weeks is what we yeah. heard on Fitzpatrick. Yeah, well, and look, they're not even trying to bring anyone else. He could be the guy in. for six to eight weeks, Proof. and they could play a game Proof's over five hundred. You're right. Yeah, it's not a great division. Well, again, being I, I, again, I think being the guy for eight weeks with your starter out and injured and having faith in bridging the gap and then winning the job full-time and being a long-term future starting quarterback for a team are two very different things. Okay, but it's, if you're putting confidence it, numbers on him and on Daniel Jones right now, how different are they? I would, I would be higher on Daniel Jones. I know, Jones. but how much higher is what I'm saying. Not much higher, but that's more... That's uh, my point. That's all I'm that, saying. That can't be the standard, though, no, too, because Daniel saying. Jones has been a disappointing high draft pick. I know, but that's the head-to-head head tonight. Well, the, the difference is Heineke should have a semblance of a run game with him. Is Saquon, Saquon Barkley is going to play. The question is how much. And the plan with Daniel Jones has always been paired with Saquon Barkley, who's been injured the last year and a half. And, and pro football, Doc, I, I mentioned this yesterday. We'll talk about it more with LaJuan yeah. later in the Tennessee Power Hour. But he's talking about all these ACL guys, and it's about 50-50. But Saquon Barkley's one of them. That's a bad position to be coming back from ACL. Uh, at and <clears throat> I don't have great expectations for Saquon Barkley. I stayed the hell away from him in fantasy, and I thought Same, anybody yeah. that took him was crazy. I just I, I don't see how a running back coming back from that injury, no matter how early Number you suffered it, is is going to be able to make cuts and twist and get hammered on it. And, and be the same guy. So if you're an offense that's counting on him being your linchpin and building off of that, I'd be nervous as hell. 
We've got Dave Gettleman who has to be as well. Yeah, Dave Gettleman is just, uh, look, it's a modern age for NFL GMs. And Dave Gettleman is as far from modern as they come. Chad, would you rather have Kyle Allen as your backup quarterback? Or Mike Glennon. That's what, Daniel what, Jones' no, my, not backup. Not Mike Glennon. Not Mike Glennon. <laughs> what a, what a the Sophie's choice. The answer is choice. Not, not Mike Glennon. What a Sophie's yeah. choice. Anyone but yeah, Mike I mean, Glennon. I, you say anyone or Mike Glennon, I'll say anyone. Uh, also, the deciding factor tonight, uh, the Giants' offensive line is terrible. Terrible. They really blew uh, that Chase Young. Chase Young could have a Chandler Jones-like night tonight. Watch out. That'd be something to see. The Giants had a pick of all of those offensive linemen, and they picked the worst one. Boys, I have the parlay today. You do. You may see a little football oh. team in that parlay. <laughs> you one gaming Prepare. it? Are you one gaming it or Just pairing prepared. it with baseball? You know, I might, I might do a little one game action. Baseball's not been our friend. Baseball has been our enemy. You know what else is not baseball's friend? <laughs> football season. Yes. I, I was thinking about that. I'm watching the Braves last night. They're in a pennant chase. Yeah. Uh, they have pretty, inning, right? pretty brutal loss considering they left, I think, 12 guys on uh, in scoring position in the game Only and out 12? hit Colorado by 11 hits and lost 3-2 to two in extra innings. So bad loss for the Braves. Luckily for the Braves, the Rockies also beat up on the Phillies right before they got to Atlanta. So it's not as bad. Um, but I'm thinking these pennant races, they suffer when football season gets here because it just takes America's sporting interest away from baseball. And there are some good pennant races out there. Well, on a Wednesday night, baseball's in good shape. On a Thursday night, not so much. Chad, yeah, you I'll also have Louisiana. It's now what? It's not. It's, it's the Raging Cajuns. It's not Louisiana Lafayette, though. It's just the University of Louisiana. Am I getting yeah, this it right? Is, it is Louisiana now. That's right. Okay, it's Louisiana hosting Miami of Ohio tonight on ESPN. I don't know a thing about Miami of Ohio, but I know that Louisiana and Billy Napier, their head coach, who's heavily sought after, was a top 20 team to open the season. And they went to Texas and got beat by 20 points. Mm. And that Texas team looked terrible against Arkansas. So I don't even know what the spread is, Hutton, but I'm going to say, give me, is it, what, it's not even the Red Hawks anymore. Didn't they have to change their name? Give me Miami of Ohio, whatever they are now. Maybe they're the Red Hawks, whatever they are. Give me Miami of Ohio. Wow. Uh, Not so, straight up against the spread, whatever the spread is. The, the, the problem with Louisiana, uh, the Raging Cajuns, not only did they lose to Texas, uh, they then barely beat Nichols State um, out of Louisiana. They yeah. won by three. Maybe Billy Napier shouldn't be so patient with all these jobs. I feel, like, getting I feel like for those reasons, we should take Louisiana. <laughs> Double the spread. You think they're going to be mad after that <laughs> Nichols State game? They're playing at home for the first time. We used to make wild picks on Fridays. This was before legalized betting Second where we time. could make actual picks right. now and we didn't need to play with the spread because we could actually bet the spread. And Hutton... Uh, started it. doing it, and then we would urge him to do it. We would dare him to do it. He would double the spread. So double the spread pick. What do we do call it? the picks? Outrageous picks. Picks to click or something. Picks, yeah. something. But we were trying to oh, be Oh, underdog picks. It was no, some, it no, was, no, we didn't call it silly underdog picks? No, we did not. <laughs> we most certainly did not. <laughs> that was a different that show. That was Chad's oh, previous boss. His previous boss, Overlord. Chad thought I was serious. (laughs) (laughs) No, I did not. No, I knew knew where you were going with that. Uh, By the way, it is minus 19 and a half tonight for UL Lafayette. Double that spread. And they're not playing Miami of Ohio, they're playing Ohio. Oh, my bad. The Bobcats. (laughs) The Bobcats, yes. No, Uh, double the spread. The former fighting Frank Solich. Either way, double the spread. Uh, Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Put that in your parlay. Um, Coming up, uh, Lane Kiffin with an interesting idea. For an upcoming college football broadcast, we will discuss that. Gary Patterson with an interesting idea for his boosters uh, by mentioning the name, image, likeness, money for the SEC 
and how they're losing recruits and transfers due to money that's being promised by attending an SEC school. Gary Patterson has sounded out and off. We will give our thoughts on that. We'll also preview Alabama and Florida. That's where we headed. That's where we're headed this weekend. We'll broadcast live on Saturday morning from Gainesville. We'll tell you more about that straight ahead on Outkick 360. First though, Aurora Nutriscience. It's who we trust to keep us mentally sharp and healthy. Aurora delivers your supplements where you need them the most. Your body. You're seeing vitalifescience.com right now. And if you're listening, go visit vitalifescience.com. V-I-D-A lifescience.com is where you can see more information. And uh, our Outkick 360 season ticket holders, you receive a 15% discount with the code OUTKICK360. Typical pills and capsules are not well absorbed. In fact, most are only absorbed in small, very small amounts. Your digestive system breaks down these pills until there's little left for your benefit. But here's Aurora, unique, cutting-edge, nutritional and absorbable supplements encapsulated in liposomes that ensure greater absorption in the body's bloodstream. I personally use vitamin C, vitamin D3, and glutathione, but there's so many more to choose from, from all the supplements from Aurora and where you can benefit. If you're a weakened warrior, if you take medication for high cholesterol and so much more, Aurora supplements are absorbed in the bloodstream through the GI tract, ensuring it's not wasted like a capsule or pill. Visit vitalifescience.com for more information. V-I-D-A lifescience.com. 15% off with the code OUTKICK360. Vitalifescience.com. Coming up in an hour, Armando Salguero, the senior NFL writer for OutKick.com, previewing Thursday night football, Washington and New York. We will discuss that, plus preview week two across the NFL. Some great games on tap. We'll get into that as we broadcast live today from 6th and Peabody, downtown Nashville, with Yeehaw Beer and Old Smoky Moonshine. David Reed, the chairman of the board, making it happen for us. Uh, also, a uh, shout out to Dylan Taylor and Jacob Swanson for making the show happen. Becca Risley and Sleepy Danny back at Mission Control. Lane Kiffin continues to present great ideas for the Southeastern Conference. And the most recent one, Chad, the Manning cast for Ole Miss, Tennessee. It's a great idea. He retweeted, I think it was College Football Reddit account that said that it should happen. So... I don't know that it was his idea originally, but he's the one who gave it legs by retweeting that and saying, this absolutely needs to happen. And he's right. That would be great. It'd be a lot of fun. I and mean, he wants them just on the main ESPN broadcast. And, and I'm totally fine with that, too. Just put them in a studio or take them to the stadium and <laughs> just let them do I their mean, thing. I mean, it would be the same thing. They're not, they're not both going to go to Knoxville for that game, I'm sure, and be there at the same time doing a traditional game. And they don't want to. They don't do a traditional uh, game. Just set them, just put them in the Peyton Manning room and let them broadcast. Let's let's keep this. Well, I, again, I don't think they're both going to go to. I mean, maybe they would. I mean, Peyton does go to Tennessee games. They're not traveling the for the the full time. The they're not going to travel for a one off. The whole they point would travel this, for their alma mater. They absolutely would. Maybe. I don't know that they would both. Here's why I say this though, Hutton, because this is Peyton Manning's production team deciding how they want to do it. They do not want to do any type of traditional broadcast. They don't want to be in the same place. At the same time, they want it to be from their separate homes eventually, which is going to be this week. First week they did it for, I guess Peyton was in two New York. ESPN they did studios. it in two different ESPN studios. But I don't think they're going to want to sit up in a press box and call it. Peyton could do that at any point. 
He's been offered many times right. to do that, and he's turned it down every time. So I just think they want it to be very different. Just do what they did in that first Monday Night Football game. Even if it's Peyton from his home in Denver, Eli from his uh, home in New Jersey, let them do it. I'm, I'm all for it. I also think it's additional work for them. And they, they, it's clear Peyton Manning only wants so much on his plate, which is fine. I mean, I think we're all like, thank God he's taking the 10 games on his plate that he's taken on the plate. But they are Man, super familiar with this the isn't, rosters. This isn't Mississippi State, Kentucky. This is Tennessee Ole Miss. I think, I think they would love the opportunity to call this one-off. Um, and you can, you can include the graduate hotels with Cooper Manning in this. Uh, you could bring their nephew on set, who's the highest, uh, who's going to be the highest paid recruit in history of NIL. Um, there, there's, there's another reason why Kiffin wants to do that, because uh, there, there's another Manning who isn't in college yet that would also be watching that broadcast. Yeah, please, let that Manning come to Knoxville for that game. <laughs> Full official visit rights. Oh, let him a, do whatever he wants while he's in Knoxville. Please, by, Lane, yes, bring him to Knoxville. Lane, but... Lane isn't going to be thinking up what Omaha Productions does. I, I would love to see it. Um, I'll say this. I, I don't know how Eli is about Ole Miss. I feel like Peyton is still very emotional about his alma mater. For sure. Um, I don't feel that way. I know that he truly loves Tennessee and Tennessee football. So I think it would be a little bit more difficult for him. I mean, you saw how frustrated he gets watching offenses struggle. Just in the Monday Night Football broadcast, oh, his, his team. imagine now like I, I don't Joe think Milton. Peyton. I don't think Peyton wants to. Yeah, remember Joe Milton's reaction when he overthrew a wide open guy streaking down the field by 17 yards, and he went to his head immediately and was mad. Think about Peyton Manning, which would be great for the television viewer, but to see Peyton Manning uh, get upset at those things. Peyton, I wonder how much Colts and Broncos he has and what he'll be like. That's a for good those question. Games as compared to the rest of them. He was just. Um, he was just. <clears throat> inducted right or it was told he was getting into the broncos ring of honor or ring of fame or whatever they call it yeah. this week uh, i wonder if they're tying that into whatever monday night deal i don't know no idea also uh, speaking of college shout outs i i just it wasn't uh it i don't think it was intentional but dave pash last week on the espn broadcast for tennessee and pitt mentioned the connection between kenny pickett and peyton manning no less than 15 times it was for a little odd and then it didn't mention any connection with Tennessee quarterbacks and Peyton Manning I thought that was very odd uh, I thought uh, I'm watching the broadcast and I'm thinking boy I'm really glad that Peyton is helping out the opponent <laughs> uh, great advice and I'm also thinking I know. Peyton gave him the advice to come back to Pitt because it was going to help him in the draft and I'm thinking you know that they go to Knoxville well, actually right Dave Pash who's also the play-by-play uh, -play voice look, of the Arizona Cardinals so that's why he had the Knoxville game he, he came to Nashville the next day and again I don't think it was intentional but it was he, he made the comment after one of these Pickett took off on a scramble and he was like you know uh, Pickett was told by Peyton he really wished he could make it in for this game but he, you know, he's got a broadcast to take care of I'm like yeah he would make it to the game because you know, he, it would he be a Tennessee polo he's not going to be there he's not going to be there wearing a, Ken, a Kenny Pickett jersey right, on the sideline right. for him Secretly. he'd be there rooting on his Under, alma mater underneath, but I'm also thinking if Peyton really <laughs> yeah. wanted to do something hey, for look, his alma look. mater and be of service yeah, I, I wear the colors. Peyton should have told him to go to the draft because Tennessee wins that game without <laughs> Kenny Pickett let's face it if they're breaking in a new quarterback that's not Kenny Pickett Tennessee probably wins that game should have made that happen. Yeah, for alma mater. Or just start Hendon Hooker. <laughs> There's another – we'll get into that coming up at the Tennessee Power Hour about the quarterback uh, situation at Tennessee and beyond. Um, 
The Raiders are claiming cheap shots from the Ravens. Go figure. Oh, go figure. They won the game. I won the game, and they've turned this into the league, and I've seen a couple of the highlights. How about Um it's pretty rough. I'm surprised that there haven't been some flags thrown for this. It's against Hunter Renfro on the opposite side of the field um, where he's, you know, stock blocking. And the play is not over, but nearly over. And again, it's 45 yards opposite sideline. And Renfro in a couple of plays just gets waylaid. I mean, just shellacked uh, by the defensive back. So they, they've turned that into the league. But go figure the Ravens being accused of something cheap. Yeah, I mean, living up to their living up to their mantra. Well, I mean, that that's the stigma with them, and it travels with them wherever they go. Don't you remember the glory days, and it was the Raiders that were always accused of being dirty. Now it's the Raiders. Over, back when, over the Raiders. Back when you could be dirty. <laughs> right. Back when Jack Tatum was forearm shivering people across the middle yes. with regularity because it was allowed. There was a roughing the passer this week in the league. I can't I can't remember which game I was watching. I just shook my head because they they have taken the pass rush like flavor and. Uh, aggressiveness out of the pass rush. You cannot touch the quarterback if you're if he's even close to releasing the football anymore. I mean, it's the way of the world. Everybody has to have come to terms with it. I thought Brady spoke very eloquently on this. Yeah, um, he did. You know, he's had a couple moments where he he's really come out and uh, and expressed himself, and he thinks that the offense is uh, uh, the defense is punished for doing things that the offense shouldn't do. Um, and, and for the history of football, things that the offense knows it shouldn't do. Throw, you know, what was called the hospital ball that, that if you throw right. a risky pass over the middle, you know that it's, it's dangerous. Well, they've taken the danger out of that because if you deliver that hit now, the defense gets punished for it, not the offense. Um, or the quarterback standing in too long. Well, uh, he used to suffer a hit, but now he suffers the threat There's of no, a hit. If the yeah. guy actually hits him, There's no reason to be he, he's going to the, get a 15-yard first down. Um, and these are things that reward the offense for doing things that are actually stupid offense. Well, there's there's a reason not yes. to do it because your guy might get hurt and he's going to get right. hit and hard, you might but get hurt. you're going to get the 15 yards. There's no... But in the flow of the game, you get an advantage. Right. And the guy generally doesn't... You know, the percentages are that you don't get hurt, right? How often does the quarterback, you know, the quarterback got hurt some of the time, but mm-hmm. now the guy's trying to slough off you uh, and you're generally not getting hurt. You're getting softly touched and you're getting the 15 yard. So the headline here is going to make fans assume one thing versus the actual statement and the premise of why Gary Patterson said what he said. Gary Patterson, here's the headline. SEC promising players money to transfer. That's the headline. But Chad, he's saying that to his own donors, his own, <laughs> his own money, in order to get those people to step up to the plate, to promise money, to keep players, or to get players to transfer to TCU. It's not complaining as much as it is, see what they're doing, we need to do it too. Hun, you were at an NIL event in Knoxville recently. I was there uh, a couple months ago also where they're getting local businesses involved with Tennessee athletics, right? Yes. This is a similar event to that for TCU, where Gary Patterson spoke. And he talked about uh, uh, he's got one player, a true freshman on his team, did not name the player, but said that five SEC schools are offering to pay him money to go play at their school and transfer. It's not the school, it's the donors of the school that are organizing and offering financial incentive 
for coming to their school. And he goes on to say, we could lose 25 to 30 players in the transfer portal. And then this, this is the Tennessee quote that I love. Tennessee feels the pain of this is, Yeah, I mean, uh, Oklahoma, they've been anting up. Um, here's the, the quote that's great. Everybody lives in the gray area. Everybody in this room lives in the gray area. The bottom line to it is we're going to have to live in the gray area if we want to keep up. This is not that's Gary Patterson bemoaning the SEC no. for cheating. Uh, he even says in his speech, there is no wrong anymore. <laughs> When it comes to this, well, there's we no one need to, your help to step up no one to and it. give these guys our good players deals and pay them money to stay, or they're going to go somewhere that's promising them money, and that's the simple economics now of big-time college isn't, football. Isn't the gray area the section of Gainesville where you guys are staying tomorrow night? <laughs> no, Possibly. Dayton, Ohio. Yeah. It's the red area because it's the blood-stained streets of Aaron Hernandez and where he rolled through <laughs> That's next to Gainesville. The, I, that's think, I believe that's next to the gray area. Yeah. The red area and the gray I'm, area. I'm thinking about doing a walking crime tour of Aaron Hernandez Day you should narrate Gainesville. It. You should I'm narrate there. it and put it out as a, pod, a bonus I'll just, outkick I'll podcast. tweet out. We'll have a tweet-up, and we'll have people come along, and I'll get all the spots, and we'll have an actual map. And we'll go through, and Hutton is going to lead Will you get the in tour. the map, like Chandler? I'll be friends. DiCaprio we'll in Gates of New York. If you get a little bit lost, get inside I'll the map. I'll be the butcher. <laughs> just like we'll meet at the five points of Gainesville. Just like Aaron Hernandez was. <laughs> yeah, it, it, this is, this is a, uh, the, the headline of this story at The Athletic for Gary Patterson. As I try to, the headline is not I the story. I try to reel this thing back in from Aaron yeah. Hernandez murdering people in Gainesville uh, to Gary Patterson. There's no, I mean, it's, it's there's no, there's no great uh, tie-in from Aaron Hernandez, the murderer, to Texas Christian University. Just, but I'm going to try to do so either abrupt. way. Good luck. That's right. So Gary Patterson is not bemoaning the SEC cheating as much as he's saying TCU should cheat. And let me be clear about this. This is cheating. Okay? The NCAA rule stipulates you cannot induce someone to go to your school for pay. The rule states you pay them when they're there and everything is fine as long as they provide something for your company. You can't just pay them to play. They have to do something in return for your business. So by the letter of the law, this is cheating. This is also going to happen at all the top schools across the country. And has been. If it's going to be organized, people are going to get together and say, let's go. If you're a smart coach, by the way, of these SEC schools, you say, let's get my businesses together to reach out through someone and say, boy, that freshman at TCU looks pretty good. I'd like to see him at Ole Miss, or I'd like well, to see were, him at Arkansas. And so, I'm not saying the five SEC schools that I'm giving you examples. I want to see them in, in Knoxville. Then they reach out and say, you could make this much from our company if you transfer at season's end. So uh, the event that, that Chad was alluding to that he's hosted in the past that I hosted last week in Knoxville was with the Spire Sports Group. And the theme of the meeting with Knoxville businesses, with players present, and with members of the university athletic program present. The theme of the meeting was, there are businesses in this room that can now partner with players directly. If you're worried about rubbing the university the wrong way, here's how to go about partnering with a player like Joe Milton, who was in the room, uh, like Jackson Lampley, who was in the room, and others. There were uh, a a number of uh, different sports represented, well represented. Um, Brandon it, Huntley Hatfield, for yeah, instance, five-star recruit for Tennessee, basketball player. Um, you know, baseball and golf represented as well. The, the The theme was okay. How do you get involved, and what would it mean to in-state recruits to have a base of businesses in Knoxville and across the state, a network that you automatically enter into, and it's almost a, an added incentive to stay in state as a top recruit. 
and get the benefits of name image likeness as a part of a branch of a NIL tree for the University of Tennessee. That was the theme of the meeting and how they're trying to get everybody to pony up and keep the five stars, the four stars, and the big recruits that you want to keep in state. That's the the idea. And Gary Patterson saying this from the the athletic standpoint of the the donors, uh, the big money. How do we keep these guys on campus instead of letting them go to an SEC opponent? There really is nothing stopping any business from doing what they want. Nothing. If if it is not, if you don't have it written via text, email, in a letter somewhere about your arrangement with a high school prospect about what they're going to make if they go to X school, you can get away with pretty much anything that you want right now in this current NIL marketplace. I could have announced, Chad, uh, Joe Milton now accepting offers at table, table four. And it, no one would have batted an eye about it last Thursday night. Sure. Let me, let me be the, the naive one on the, on the TCU side of this, okay? And, and I understand Texas is a different animal and, and all of that. Say you're a local business there. How much are you going to get out of the, the prime level recruit that TCU can get, can realistically get? Outside of having a rewarding football experience, that TCU is going to be more competitive. That's it. But how much is it going to drive things to your business? Nothing. Okay. So you're just buying a better not, football not much. experience. Yes. But All you're right. already buying the football experience. You, you keep spending in order to continue to do that. No, Here's I'm right. saying as a, as a business doing an NIL deal to, to ensure the kid comes to TCU, I'm not really doing much for my business. I'm buying a better football experience for myself. Correct. And my town and my... And you're already, part, you're yes. already spending money on your suite and right. your, your so $10,000, $15,000 right. in-kind donation, whatever it might be. Now you're just giving that directly to a player. Yeah, it's right. just a choice. I, I don't want to get just, my butt kicked. Yeah, you're just saying instead of spending this money here, I'm going to take this money and spend it with this guy in Dallas who I know can be a difference maker at running back. But my return on investment is purely football pleasure. That's all it is to begin with anyways for these businesses. Until you hit part. on a big-time player. Well, no, in, but in Tuscaloosa, I'm having a guy out I, and, and, and at an autograph event, and I can charge and make some money back. I can, I can put him in my Chevy and maybe sell some Chevys because people see well, him I mean, you're gonna in a get, Chevy. You're going to get that same benefit. They're going to have to do something for you. So if you wanted to have an autograph signing at TCU. Right, but you I'm know, saying in, at TCU, the offset is probably not the same as it is at a SEC school. Well, that car uh, dealer, the car dealer at Texas to. Christian can now pay a player instead of paying some fat radio host to read his ad on radio. Yeah. That's what yeah, I mean. I mean, I think LaDainian Tomlinson would have done well at, sure. a, at an auto signing. Right. But LaDainian Tomlinson's there. a once-a-generation guy anyway. I mean, it, Paul, you're paying for pleasure. Yeah. Is what that's you're what doing. I, that's what I'm asking. That's the answer. And, but you're also – you're going to get something in return. Like, I'll give you an example. Uh, John, John Fulkerson at Tennessee endorsing PALS, the local burger chain from the Tri-Cities where he's from, and he was already doing nothing but tweeting and posting on Instagram about PALS before and how much he loves his hometown burger joint. There is a, a monetary value there. But that burger joint's doing money. pretty well anyway, right? Well, but it's I, the burger yeah, joint in town. Oh, well, McDonald's does well, but they right. still pay advertising. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, mean, I get it, I get it. That you got to do that to keep doing well. I mean, that, that's you're going to get something back for doing it, but it's all about where do you want to spend? Do I want to give another $500,000 donation in five years 
to the athletic department or do I want to take that $500,000, divvy it up over 10 different stud athletes from my state right. and lure them here. and make sure they go there. There's nothing stopping anything from happening. If Outkick 360, backed by Fox, wanted to go into Nashville and say, we are going to give $300,000 to these five stud players to not go to Alabama, Georgia, or Ohio State, but to go to Tennessee because we have a Tennessee power hour. Or we're going we're to take these two players and send them to Vanderbilt for Clark Lee and take these five players and send them to Knoxville. And in return, they're going to do exclusive interviews on Outkick 360. We could do it. There's nothing stopping when us. We send now, we wouldn't need a paper trail of saying you have to go to Tennessee or Vandy to do it because that's breaking the rule. We wouldn't get in trouble. The school would get in trouble for that. But if we wanted to do that, if any media – you're seeing media deals now with this, we could definitely do it. When we send them to Vandy, we could give them the Clark Lee and say they already know how to warm up. You don't have to, <laughs> you don't, you don't have to spend time on that. We just hand over and say, you're welcome. He has to be in studio on Wednesdays at 3 p.m. <laughs> for his interview. Thank you. It's Florida against NFLU on Saturday. We will preview Florida and Alabama as we look ahead to our broadcast on Saturday morning right here with Outkick 360. That's straight ahead. Coming up in roughly 25 minutes, Armando Salguero of Outkick, senior NFL writer. He will join us. We will preview tonight's matchup between the New York Giants and the Washington football team. Plus, look ahead to week two across the NFL schedule. Uh, That and more straight ahead. Uh, Alabama and Florida this Saturday in the Swamp. Chad, you and I will be in Gainesville. We're going to be live at 9 a.m. Eastern from uh, the tailgate area and it is known as the gray area clay jill savage and outkick and fox we are looking forward to this uh we are partnered with uh, big noon kickoff on fox we'll be at the same set the same bus location the tour bus location broadcasting live i believe it's lot 78 (laughs) is where we are right next to the baseball stadium yeah the easiest way to say it based on the map i saw it's behind left center field of the baseball field is, is where, where the, That's, the yeah. bus will be located. So behind the left field wall of the baseball field is where we'll be on Saturday. I'm looking forward to it. Hud, my too. first time in Gainesville. I joke about Gainesville not being high on my list. I joke, but it's also serious. It's not high on my list so of places a, I really want to go joke. in the SEC. But it is somewhere that I want to see and, and knock off the list of places that I've been. So looking forward to it. Really looking forward to that atmosphere uh, there in Gainesville. Where I was reading a story today about the cost of Airbnbs and hotels yeah. in Gainesville this weekend for this game and how far out they've been booked. And then I realized that I booked an Airbnb for me and Hutton about a week and a half ago that is dangerously close to campus and dangerously inexpensive based on this article that I saw. A lot so of danger. I, I, we will We're give a full report on yeah. what this place is like because I no longer have high expectations. Chad. Based on the price. We, as usual, have a full uh, chat going on in YouTube right now. Always. If I were to set up a fundraiser in there right now, how much of a donation would it take <laughs> to the charity of your choice for you to do a nice chomp while in view of Florida fans in Gainesville? 
Uh, I, oh, I don't, that's a great question. I don't want to sound Thank too you. selfish, but it'd have to be a donation made straight to me to do a chunk. <laughs> so charitable of you. Yeah, screw, wow, screw charity in this respect. I mean, if I'm, if I'm going to be the one to demean myself. I was trying myself, to make it look honorable. How much of a direct deposit If I'm going to be the one to demean myself pocket. to do a chomp in front of the Gator faithful to, to pull the, the Kenny Chesney and go that route, I mean, it, it's, it's right, going to be uh, five figures. Whoa. Oh, come on. Wow. Ten grand? <laughs> to do a gator chomp? I hate Florida. I mean, I, I really hate Florida. Ten thousand dollars is yeah. what it would take for you to do a gator chomp. Ten grand. You raise that, I'll do it. <laughs> Ten grand. This is how negotiations work, Paul. You can go down now. You can go. What? How about two hundred? This is like yeah. that homeless guy with the staff. He's about to go down yeah. to five dollars. Like, All right, it'll, I'll do it for three. Three hundred dollars. <laughs> I was gonna say, Hutton, who's your like most hated opponent? Oh, I mean, um, the. Uh, the fan base that I hate the most are the Baltimore Ravens and the Philadelphia Eagles, only because I'm they, surprised about the Eagles. Well, the Eagles fans threw batteries at me uh, whenever oh, I was on the sideline. Okay. Yeah, uh, this was uh, during the Ken Wizenhunt era. How close? How close did the closest battery come? Um, you heard it. One bounced off of the the. So I was walking out of the tunnel, and this is how I know that they're into it. They knew my name, which they it's should not know. Yes, Titans Radio sideline reporter. They were saying Hutton. Hutton, and as you looked up, they would throw a piece of ice or something at you. And then there was one, it was just, it wasn't, a, luckily it wasn't like a D battery. I always envision whenever you hear batteries being slung, I'm always, uh, I'm hearing, uh, I'm envisioning like these massive batteries. It was like a, uh, uh, like a double A or like a triple A battery. It bounced off of the, the concrete and then hit, hit me in the leg. That's so why I'm I looked, I looked think, down and saw it. I'm trying to think. There's nothing comparable to the Gator champ, uh, Chomp. I'm thinking of like a, well, a selfie with so, Edgar Allen and Poe, the three Ravens. But that's not that damn so No, no. And I, uh, so I, I cannot relate to the SEC experience. I, I, want, I craved that in college. Uh, going to Middle Tennessee State University, you were welcomed with open arms. It was like playing the Baltimore Orioles right now. Like the, if you're on the schedule in, in Major League Baseball and the Orioles, are, you're, you're playing them in August or September, you're going to the postseason if yeah, you want to go. they treat you like a little brother. Hey, yeah, thanks. Like, welcome. Let, let's, you know, let's red hang. carpet. Let me get you a beer. Hey, yeah, come hang out at the tailgate. Uh, Bring it try, on. Try this chicken. They're that, not even there. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, declare prima nocta on anyone you want in the, in the tailgate. Like, have at it. I am interested, Hutton, to see how Florida fans treat Alabama fans. We know how poorly in Tennessee-Florida well, rivalry heyday, how poorly Tennessee fans were treated in the swamp. And I'm sure Florida fans were treated poorly in Knoxville also. But there's such a – there's a disdain for Alabama and Alabama fans. There's also just such a respect because they're so great and they have the greatest college football coach of all time currently coaching them, that I wonder if the level of hate is similar. <laughs> Chad, we're gonna, and we're going to see it Chad, on Saturday. Chad wrote in the chat, 10000 is my price for everything. I'll do, any, <laughs> I'll do anything for ten k he said. I just want to make that very clear. Yeah, literally that's a standard anything. price. I'll do anything. Yeah, I was thinking, like, I thought that was ridiculous, but I would say, like, my thing would be Red Sox or, or Mexico soccer, right? And... It's easy to say, like, for 10K, I'd easily put on a Red Sox hat. But then there would be a picture of me in a Red Sox hat that exists that could be thrown in my face at any time. And that would be very difficult to deal with. I, yeah. Mexico let me, let me soccer jersey, that, I'm not, that would be very difficult for me to deal with. I'm not some, like, crazy 
lunatic that I, 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 I'm going to go to Gainesville. I'm perfectly capable of having fun with Florida people sure. and Florida fans and everything. I've done that with when the they're not playing Tennessee. Right. Right. Like if right. this is an Alabama Florida game, like I am totally fine going there, yucking it up, talking football, all of that. I could still be pleasant and civil and courteous if Tennessee was playing there this weekend, but I would not be having fun. <laughs> it would be as a Tennessee a grad. Trip. As a Tennessee grad, it wouldn't be a business trip because it's pure misery. Now I wore, because Florida is so much better than Tennessee that I just know I will not be having yeah, fun. Yeah, see, trip. I was on the other side of that. I wore a Yankee hat to Fenway, but it was when the Yankees were the far better team, yeah. and I was treated well, and we laughed it up and had a good time. But it was them being kind of deferential to me, like, "Yeah, you got us, you own us," kind of thing. It'd be a different story now. I imagine. And also, I don't want the – what really gets me is, like, the pity. That's even worse than the hate. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, oh, man, I just You'll really – You'll be back soon. Yeah, I just really want Tennessee to be – better for you hey, when you're good. Hey, Josh Heupel's got a good offense, guys. You know, hey, you good guys luck will against be Kentucky. This yeah. will be within three touchdowns You'll in a couple of years You'll stay within 50 now. with Bama. We'll give them three, and that's the one that really – this, boy, this rival will be a lot more fun when you guys are good again. It'll happen again for you guys one day. And I'm thinking, gosh, give me a break. I remember when Dan Mullen thought about interviewing with you guys. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You guys thought you had Dan Mullen there for a little bit, didn't you, when he was leaving Mississippi State? Good, good job. You know who hates Alabama is Dan Mullen. He is 0-10 against Alabama. Will it be 0-11? Yes. 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 <laughs> yes, it will. Yes, <laughs> yes, it will. Go ahead and answer that question right now, yes. We'll continue to preview uh, Alabama and Florida and look ahead to the NFL Week 2 slate. Straight ahead, hour number two of Outkick 360 coming up. Hey, it's Jonathan Hutton. Thanks for listening to Outkick 360. Be sure to subscribe to the show to have the latest podcast delivered to you each and every day. And give us five stars. It helps us grow our network and provide you with more great podcasts like this one.